the history. Canto One, The Red Cross Knight. The Fairy Queen is holding her annual feast. On each of its twelve days, a knight sallies forth upon a virtuous quest. The Red Cross Knight, accompanied by Una, or Truth, must slay the monster Error. This being accomplished, the knight is deceived by the wizard Archimago into believing his lady Una to be unchaste. A gentle knight was pricking on the plain, clad in mighty arms and silver shield, wherein old dints of deep wounds did remain, the cruel marks of many a bloody field, yet arms till that time did he never wield. His angry steed did chide his foaming bit, as much disdaining to the curb to yield. Full jolly knight he seemed, and fair did sit, as one for knightly jousts and fierce encounters fit. And on his breast a bloody cross he bore, the dear remembrance of his dying lord, for whose sweet sake that glorious badge he wore, and dead as living ever him adored. Upon his shield the like was also scored, for sovereign hope which in his help he had. Right faithful true he was in deed and word, but of his cheer did seem too solemn sad, yet nothing did he dread, but ever was Idrad. Upon a great adventure he was bound, that greatest Gloriana to him gave, that greatest glorious queen of fairyland, to win him worship and her grace to have, which of all earthly things he most did crave. And ever as he rode, his heart did yearn to prove his puissance in battle brave upon his foe, and his new force to learn upon his foe a dragon, horrible and stern. A lovely lady rode him fair beside, upon a lowly ass more white than snow, yet she much whiter, but the same did hide under a veil that wimpled was full low, and over all a black stole she did throw as one that inly mourned. So was she sad, and heavy sat upon her palfrey slow. Seemed in heart some hidden care she had, and by her, in a line, a milk-white lamb she led. So pure and innocent as that same lamb she was in life and every virtuous law, and by descent from royal lineage came of ancient kings and queens that had of yore their sceptres stretched from east to western shore, and all the world in their subjection held, till that infernal fiend with foul uproar forewasted all their land and them expelled, whom to avenge she had this night from far compelled. Behind her far away a dwarf did lag, that lazy seemed in being everlast, or wearied with bearing of her bag of needments at his back, Thus, as they passed the day with clouds, was sudden overcast, and angry Jove and hideous storm of rain did pour into his leman's lap so fast that every wight to shroud it did constrain, 
and this fair couple eke to shroud themselves were fain. Enforced to seek some covert nigh at hand, a shady grove not far away they spied, that promised aid the tempest to withstand, whose lofty trees, eclad with summer's pride, did spread so broad that heaven's light did hide, not pierceable with power of any star, and all within were paths and alleys wide, with footing worn and leading inward far. Fair harbour that them seems, so in they entered are. And forth they pass, with pleasure forward led, joying to hear the bird's sweet harmony, which, therein shrouded from the tempest dread, seemed in their song to scorn the cruel sky. Much can they praise the trees so straight, and high, the sailing pine, the cedar proud and tall, the vine-prop elm, the pop